You're yo, let's hand in me. Let's hand me. How you been? Where you going? Where your friend? Hey. Out here in these streets. Screech, you mean streets. S T W E E T S. Streets. Screech, you mean no streets. S T W. Like two V's. S T V V E. And now, <laughs> like the two. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. What's Hello, up? Everyone. What's up? What's Co good, Joe, what is going on today? Man, Cole, it is actually um a great past couple of days. Yesterday and today were great. Great days. What? Great? That's a that's a big moniker if you ask me. Great is a big bad. deal. Yeah. Back to back. Okay. Back to back. You want to share what made him so great? Well, um, yeah, it, it'd be a whole lot to share, but okay. I just, I was able to spend a lot of time, I don't know, like figuring out stuff in my mind mm-hmm. that had been plaguing me. Mm-hmm. Um, decisions, like trying to make decisions. I feel like I got a lot of clarity the past couple of days about some decisions. And I feel like that's, it, it can be the most stressful when you don't mm-hmm. know whether to stay or to go. But it's such a relief to know, like, you know, or not even just to know, but to be able to walk and make a decision Mm -hmm. and not even knowing if you made the right one or not, but just having the faith to be like, all right, this is the wrong decision. Then I trust that I'll get back on the right path, like that kind of thing. So, oh, Joe, you really speaking to me. And it's weird because we didn't even talk about this before talking about this. And you just really said something that hit me because I am in the middle of a huge decision making process. So, Ooh, I've been the the good advice I received is like take one step at a time because I'm one person who's like I'll get really anxious, I'll get a lot of anxiety because I feel like I have to have all the answers right now. I have to know what I'm gonna do from start to finish right now. Yep. And my close friend was like, "Do one thing today, like figure out one thing that you can do and Great do advice. it piece by piece." Great and I was like, advice. "How? How do you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> So to hear you say, you know, just being in your head and making a decision or just taking a step by step is just kind of like reaffirming what I need to hear. So I'm for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Kid Cudi has a song called Trapped in My Mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's pretty much about how he feels like he's like trapped in his head. Mm -hmm. And I I think a lot of us end up in that place where we're just like in our minds, we're trapped, we're battling Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. But until like that battle becomes an external battle and not just an internal battle, Mm -hmm. then you really won't get anywhere. Like you're literally just trapped there. So I feel like the birdcage was open for me. Wow. The little freedom birds got to fly out. So that's, that's been dope. How, How the heck have you been? Oh, like I said, lots of decision making going on over here. And I I did take that first step today, but then it's kind of like it's like a half step because I got distracted. But then I got back on key, and then I got distracted again. And next thing I know, like everything's everywhere. But I'm like, you know what? This is better than it was yesterday because now it's in my face. Like you said, it, it manifested physically, so it's in my face now. So yeah, I'm better now that I'm talking to you. Hey 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 hey. That's where co-host should should be. Hey now. You're an all-star. Get your game game on. Go Go play. play. Nice. 
All right. So last <laughs> we're wasting precious time on the air, but we can also edit this out mm-hmm. because we're, we're not going to. Editor. Oh, what? Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Cool. So what we got? What are we talking about today? I think, do you want to lay it all out for them? Or do you want to do our prayer first? What do you want to do first? Do you want to just go section by section? How do you want to give it to the people? Let's do this. So let's let the people know what's going to happen. Uh, okay. A good format, right? So okay. we do like to start off Holy Meets Hazard with a prayer. Yes, we just do. Just to, to set the foundation, you know, mm-hmm. and for our listeners, if they if all they, if all they got time for is a quick prayer and then they, they getting out, then at least they got that. Yes. Right? But um, this is week two Woo, of our dope. alphabet theme, right? So you know, week one. Oh, wait. So what letter would that be? Would it be Z? Would it be J? No, no. What would it be? No. Well, I'm glad you asked. Did you see what I did there? I see what you did. Yeah, I was about to say it. <laughs> hey, it just be what it be. It just be what it be. But yeah, week two is our B. Um, So today we're going to talk about business. Yeah. Blurred culture, yeah. beta biz, best friends, yeah. and if we have enough time, we might give y'all that special sauce that bu- 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 beatbox battle. Yeah. Um, So, God, we thank you so much just for allowing us to be here in episode two. Um, God, we thank you for every single listener. We thank you for every single person that is under the sound of our voices. God, I pray that Mm -hmm. we would just be two beacons of light, that we could spread some positivity today, that we could spread some love today, that we could spread some some knowledge and drop some wisdom. Mm -hmm. God, so please just be with us uh, Mm -hmm. as we record for this episode. I thank you. We love you. We trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, Joe. Do you want to do the honors of going first? Breaking open this bu- 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 Oh, look at that. Another beat. Bu- 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 breaking open this bu- 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 business talk. Yeah, I really want to. I don't know why I want to freestyle right now, but. Uh, we'll, we'll I mean, that. listen, we are the masters of our fate and the captains of our soul, aka this podcast. So if you want to rearrange some stuff, I'm down to give All you right, this check L. It. Check it, check it, check it. Okay. Big, beautiful. Blues clues, babies bit bark from tree. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
So we're going to save the battle till later <laughs> to give Joe some time to get his mind just flowing. That was not it. <laughs> it's, but, it's a no for me, dog. No for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> business. So look, check it out. Um, I believe, I strongly believe mm-hmm. that you come from a, a family with some with some entrepreneurs, right? And okay. I believe the same for myself. Okay. I believe that the people that came before us, mm-hmm. um, you know, and aunties and uncles, mm-hmm. and even each other, we have this gene mm-hmm. that allows us to be successful entrepreneurs, right? Okay. And, you know, though some of us may work nine to five jobs, mm-hmm. I think that hustle, like that natural hustle, is just deeply ingrained in our, mm-hmm. you know, our uh, ourselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah, all up in there. So For sure. to talk about businesses, I, I like to hear what, what you got going on. You know, okay. Yeah. So as you said, we may or may not share some, you know, history in regards to family members. Um, we have a mom who's been in business since probably before we were born. <laughs> it seems like she was in business before the business was founded. Yeah. Like before business was a thing, she was just on it. Yeah. Um, and I not unbeknownst to her. I look to her as like a great business role model. And it's not that like, you know, she's swimming and just money or inventory and stuff like that. But I feel like yes. she has been so dedicated to working and making it work for her and adapting to change. Like as a businesswoman, like she's legit. Yes. And I'm in school right now taking business classes. And we had to do an interview and she's who I interviewed because, oh, wow. yeah. Awesome. And I, I got to hear how, how she felt about like financing in business, why she chose the business she chose, like which business she started in. And even hearing her talk, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot you did that. Oh yeah, I forgot you did that. Like she's been adapting and working and working for herself for so long. And I know we both know that, but just to see like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to pivot. This isn't working. I'm going to pivot. This isn't working. I'm going to make it work. So I am very inspired by her and it just kind of rolled into me doing my own thing, which is mainly apparel. So when I first started in business, it was like in um, college, I was doing resume reviews. I was helping people edit their resumes and I was getting paid per resume. Yeah. And I tried to do like a little website thing, but I just didn't have the knowledge or the know-how or the time or the patience (laughs) to figure it out. Yes. But um, now, yeah, I resell apparel. I go by Peachy Girl Cali World because, you know, I'm in Atlanta. Now, just putting all my business out there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just sell everything, thrifted things, new things, home decor, nice. shoes, dresses, skirts, shirts, anything you can think of. You might have bought it from me. So <laughs> you know, I can vouch because I've been a customer in her shop. Yeah, is actually you have. Long. So where, where can they find you? Is it like a Instagram? Or- yes, of course. They can find me at Peachy Girl Cali World on Instagram. If you have Poshmark, it's at Peachy World. If you have Macari, it's at Peachy Girl Cali World. If you have eBay, it's at Peachy Girl Cali W. If you have Offer Up listing, I'm on everything. If, but if you just go to the Instagram, you'll find me there. And I love, I love what I do. Like it's so much fun to me. Like being able to put people with the right items sometimes it's like i'll get these in you oh i'm getting excited let me slow down (laughs) (laughs) 
I would get these thank you notes from people like, oh, you, this is the perfect prom dress for my daughter. Or, oh, I had a um, like a shirt like this like 10 years ago. And these are like the, of course, the more successful thank yous. But I had a shirt like this like 10 years ago for my daddy. He passed away and you have a copy. Thank you. Like I'll get all kinds of thank yous and love letters and just adorations for connecting people with certain pieces. Okay. And um hey, during I've, seen, the- I've seen a couple times to where you know it's kind of the opposite like you got some people that they, they come at you sideways and i see the post and i'm like oh, how's she gonna react but i i i've always seen you handle it like a businesswoman should well that's the now but the past code would definitely be like okay let me match your energy or even recently there was someone where i matched their energy uh she left a comment she was basically like i found this in target for nine dollars so why are you selling it for 25 and i said well, if you found it somewhere else, why are you on my page looking at it? I don't think we have any need to further this conversation. Have a blessed week and stay blocked. And that's what I did. <laughs> I always send my blessing and then I send the block. So that's a way for me to keep it professional, honestly. Okay. okay. So what are you what what is your business? Are you also selling apparel? Are you my secret competition? Look, okay. Now that you're on to me, <laughs> I knew it. You low <laughs> down, dirty. No, I'm just playing. Um, so what I do is I get paid to be a nerd. And what? It, yeah, it's crazy because no it, way. Yeah, it it happens. It could happen to you. It could happen. You're those <laughs> commercials. It's like Captain Crunch. I love Captain Crunch. Then why don't you marry it? Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> it could happen. That commercial was so annoying. It could yeah, happen. Okay, but um, so. Um, I have a business. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy to even say. Right. Uh, this is a, a a baby. Um, October eighth actually is when I got my business license. So about eleven days ago. But oh my goodness, you official? Guess, yeah, it's official. But I guess you could say that even before that, um, I was just making money on the side, fixing okay. laptops. Um, you know, like replacing, a sole proprietor. Yeah, a sole proprietor, like replacing the screens. And I got my know-how from college, kind of like you. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was in college, I worked at Student ITS. And so there would be people, you know, they would get laptops for college. Their laptops Mm -hmm. would break or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm saying they wouldn't be able to install Microsoft Word or just any any kind of thing that could go wrong with Mm -hmm. the hardware on a laptop or a computer. We were the ones to fix them. So unbeknownst to me, I would always complain because they only allowed us to work so many hours, I think like 20 hours a week. And then it was minimum wage. So I'm like, bro, I'm, bro, I don't <laughs> even know why it worked because by the time I pay like bills or anything Taxes. like that, right. yeah, everything's gone. But um, I guess I, I got something that was priceless, which was mm-hmm. the knowledge on how mm-hmm. to do this. So though I, was, <laughs> though I wasn't making a whole lot, uh, I did learn so much, right? And so fast forward to now, um, I have my own business to where I pretty much do the same thing. Everything I learned when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, I pretty much do. So cool. uh, it's called One Ton Tech. You can find hey. me on yeah, you can find me on the gram One Ton O N E T O N T E C H One Ton Tech. So you know you can find me on the gram. I'm and what are all the services that you offer besides uh, screen replacement? You mentioned that. Yes. So there's screen replacement. Um, there is hard drive replacement. Mm-hmm. Again, like kind of a thing of, you know, anything that can go wrong hardware wise, I got you. So this is me like, hey, yo, Joe, I went swimming with my backpack on and my computer was in my backpack when I was surfing with the sharks and it got wet. Can you fix it like that? Um, 
then the question becomes, is it worth fixing? You know? <laughs> so you um, also do consultations yes, to I analyze. Yeah. Nice. So these are consultations. We do software repairs. So I can oh. remotely access your computer. If you oh, have some software stuff, you're on that you great hat hacker. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so there, yeah, there's that. And I do a bit of videography. So okay. just editing videos. And that's just, that was just a hobby. Like I did it for fun, mm -hmm. but um, you know, there are people that actually need their songs and their videos just trimmed or cut or just put together in general. That's and, so uh, I've, yeah, I provided that service. So it's it's been a blessing, man, just to be able to to do what I love. Like you said, mm -hmm. you know, you do what you love. You love when when it's matched correctly. And I think I, I want to talk about this too, because really the main origin. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember. But we used to have that computer in the house. Oh, my gosh. Was, yeah, it was the cool. Windows XP computer, yeah. the gray one. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. one they said you put all the viruses on. <laughs> I remember. Allegedly, allegedly. Mom was like, you played Animal Crossing now there's a virus. And I was like, uh, Animal Crossing, well, it, was you get it was Maple Story. <laughs> Maple Story, oh, yeah. But anyway, Story. so one day that computer, um, she really needed to do something on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, allegedly I did. You know what I'm saying? I, I might have installed some things that were safe for a computer. <laughs> on the family computer. <laughs> on the family computer, but we learned, right? So mm -hmm. that computer was having issues. She really needed to do something and she was stressing. I remember this so vividly. And she called, I don't know, I still don't know to, the, to this day who she called. It was some kind of tech support, mm -hmm. but very patiently and very kindly, they walked her through exactly what to do mm -hmm. in order to, you know what I'm saying, in order to fix it. So um, me being a, the wide-eyed kid I was, I'm looking and I'm like, yo, mom was upset. Mom called this guy. This guy helped mom. Mom is happy now. You know what I'm saying? And Look so, at you. Yeah. Plus one equals three. Mom's happy. <laughs> mom's happy. But like, I, I saw that and I aspired to to help people in that same way. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's kind of like the inspiration of of wonton tech and even what i do i also work a nine to five we don't have to talk about it but um but you know I, it's okay because your nine to five pays for your five to nine so that's totally I, fine yeah it actually does and and even from my nine to five i learned a lot we're talking about business mm -hmm. um, i majored in management information systems so imagine mm -hmm. if like business and computers got together got married and had a baby mm -hmm. it'd be mis so miss 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 yep. miss Yep, but we don't miss. You feel me? Hey, you don't miss the miss. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's me, man. Um, just I get paid to be a nerd. I used to get mm -hmm. picked on for it, and now the people that were calling me nerds are are paying me to fix their lives. Calling you poppy? Oh, calling you to fix their lives. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Well, let's let's <laughs> oh, yeah, speak about that though. Speaking about being a nerd and being, do people know we're black? We'll just say it. We're black and surprise. being a black surprise. <laughs> being a black nerd how do you feel about that now where it's like back when we were growing up anime um being smart um, knowing how to fix computers knowing how to use computers these things were not things that were cool to know cool to do but now everybody's reading manga everybody's watching anime everybody's into everything that we've been on how do you feel about blurred culture having this explosion now man i feel like mike jones Back Who? then, they didn't want me. Who? Who? They all want me. But no, I, I honestly, first of all, blurred. Being a blurred is like one of the dopest things yep. ever. Yep. Right? And it's because we're our own like, species, honestly. Yeah, we really are. And intelligent. Like think of someone that's intelligent. Someone a lot of times that's you know what I'm saying, willing to to try new things. Mm -hmm. And to 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 be able to be free in the things that 
our culture enjoys, Mm -hmm. but have always been too deemed like, you know, lame or corny. Imagine being able to be free in those things and, you know what I'm saying, to be able to enjoy them and create a community around being a black nerd. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, like it wasn't even cool back back at Marvit. We got mm. picked on for making good grades. How foolish is that? Foolish. Foolish. We got foolish. picked on for making good oh, grades. You got all A's, locker. Yeah, locker. Oh, you got, you got a pizza day, locker. <laughs> Are you going to Discovery because you're smarter than us? You think you're smarter? Locker. <laughs> and so, so what it transformed into was we withheld those things that, mm-hmm. that made us who we were. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the, the anime club, like, we had an anime club, but we didn't tell nobody it was an anime club. <laughs> Wait, y'all had an anime club pause yeah. we didn't have an anime club we had discovery and i was like i don't care how smart you think i am i'm going to discovery to get away from you <laughs> Yo. because y'all i need my one hour a week away from y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had an anime club um and it was it was petitioned by just some nerds just a group of nerds oh, so cool. yeah and there was a teacher he would just stay after school and allow us to use a classroom and we like watch anime we talk about anime just do nerd stuff Oh and like God. no no one if anyone found out about it <laughs> we were told, or at least that's what we thought you know and maybe, maybe some of the cooler kids would have been game but you know back in that back in that societal day Mm-mm. it was so it was so frowned mm-hmm. upon frowned so upon hard. shunned and also nerds and blah, blah, blah. it's just it was a very negative thing but now it's like I feel like everybody's in on it. Everybody's doing it. And I'm just like, you bandwagoner. <laughs> Where was all at when we was getting persecuted for Right. Time? I put in the blood, sweat, and tears, and y'all are reaping the benefits on the TikTok. Yeah. yeah, on the TikTok. Everybody's, yeah, everybody's a tech genius now. You know? Yeah, that's the but, other thing. But in Blur, there's, a, there's actually a Facebook group. Uh, I know, mm-hmm. Cole, you're not really big on the Facebook thing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called um, The Journey of a black nerd hmm. and yeah jail i think it's like jbon or, or something like that um but we can put we can post a link on the, the instagram page but there's okay. actually a whole community where these black nerds you know they come together they share memes they share you know ideas they mm-hmm. pretty much just promote one another cool. and that's what i mean by like a community there's a whole community and it's almost like atlantis because it's an underground community mm-hmm. because you don't want to be seen talking about this kind of stuff you know what i'm saying back in the day but right. i i love that the blur this day is starting to arise and actually yeah. be confident and you know what i'm saying to be able to admit like i'm a nerd and you can't do nothing about it like you're not right and i'm proud of it and now i'm openly proud of it for sure yeah, that's one thing I struggle with. Even in like college, there were all these cons I wanted to go to, and there were these other blurs from my high school who went to my college. And every time I saw them, I would say hi, but we weren't super good friends. But I'm like, I really want to go to a con with them. I really want to go to a con with them. Gosh darn it, I really want to go to a con with them. And I just never spoke up. And I don't know if that was from fear of persecution publicly or if that was from, you know, me not knowing them so well. But I feel like because they're still doing it. They've been doing it since high school and they're still doing it, doing it to this day. And I'm just like, I commend y'all so much for just openly being yourself. And while I'm like a closeted blur, not anymore, but back then I definitely was. Yeah. And you know who we have to thank? Um, I think we know, we both know who RDC is. Mm-hmm. They're this group this... of black comedians and they're, they're, they, they fully embrace the nerd culture mm-hmm. and, you know, they make comedy but at the same time, it's like they're really cool kids. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they don't look like your average nerd, 
but you can look at them and tell like they are just big nerds that they they established a group of friends and they were able to grow from that so they were i would say one of the pioneers in being bold enough to to talk about nerd things but to also have a strong following from not just nerdy people but you know what i'm saying the the jockey people or whoever that that didn't really care much about (laughs) (laughs) i completely agree they definitely propelled it and so Soon thereafter, you know, we have the Caleb in the City, we have the King Vaders, we have all these other blurred creators, but definitely RDC World, Real Dreams Chase, or Real Dreams Change the World, or Real Dream Chaser? I think it's the world. I think it's Real Dreams Change the World, yeah. And they honestly have been getting a lot of shine and spotlight as well. So I'm happy to see that, especially they've come from such humble beginnings and Mark has created such this wonderful team of people that I love to see where like, I'm seeing every single video I'm giving y'all every single watch, every single subscription, like here you go. I'm happy to see us propelling and, you know, opening up more. And even, even though it shouldn't be an accepted thing, accepted thing being accepted more into the general culture. Yeah. And being black, like, you know, I think when we think about black culture, Mm-hmm. A lot of times our mind will it will go to like hip hop. It'll go to, um, you know, even back in the day, like B-boy dancing, like that kind of thing. Correct. Barbecues, family, yeah. very family oriented. Yeah. You know, but I think Blurreds, um, they're kind of creeping their way in to mm-hmm. even to black culture. Normalize and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's normalizing. And so you, now you have celebrities like admitting that, yeah, I like anime. Or like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then that's a huge thing. And so I love it. I think it's so dope. Uh, I'm glad to be to I'm glad to be a blurred. I said it again. Glad to be a blurred. I would rather I would honestly not rather be anything else. Hello. We're our own community and culture and I love it. So yeah, I'm there with you. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of blurred culture, let's get to the tech side of things. We're gonna get into some beta bits. So beta Joe. Bits. The, the question on everyone's mind, doom, 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 doom. are you buying the PlayStation 5? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So the long Station? answer is yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not the long answer. <laughs> the short answer is yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Yeah. I, I'm getting the PS5. Can you tell us why? Like, what is wrong with your PS4? What is wrong? Are you? Is it just a paperweight now, or are you just like abandoning it? Are you just traitorous? What is wrong with the PlayStation Four? <sighs> oh man, that's another great question. I think it's a it's a feeling of I don't want to be left behind ah, by, by my friends. You got know? you. Yeah. And so if, if all the homies are squatting up <laughs> in the PS5 party, <laughs> and I'm still on PS4, I'm gonna feel lonely. Dang. I'm gonna feel like, dang, like I'm the only one here. Come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> get his PS5 for Christmas because he, he made bad grades. Like, don't oh leave God. me with little Timmy, please. Don't leave me with little Timmy. Do you not feel like it's kind of well? I wouldn't compare it to like the eye devices that upgrade every single year. But do you not feel some sense of annoyance, like looking at your previous devices that you know you 
that are in great condition, like your GameCubes, your Super Nintendos, your PlayStation, your Xboxes, your your PSPs, and like taking them to freaking GameStop, getting like 15 nickels, and then having <laughs> to invest that into a PS5. Does that not grind your gears? It really burns my biscuits, Cole. All right. Man. Wow, burns my biscuits. That's another... That's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, throwback. But yeah, it's, I'm looking at my PS4 in the eyes right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it works absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with it. Save me. Like, and maybe, maybe GameStop needs to, you know what I'm saying, help us out. Throw us a mm-hmm. bone mm-hmm. or something. Because, yeah, we, we don't really get a lot of residual value for nope. the things that we own that are still valuable. Yep. And it's like, well, dang, like, we support you, GameStop. Like, you need yep. us. But we do kind of get the, the back burner, you know what yep. I'm saying, of the, the customer, or I'm sorry, of the the business consumer relationship mm-hmm. we're kind of treated like like garbage but you know <laughs> also, not by also, sure not garbage <laughs> but we're also um you know we're given upgrades like we get better graphics we get more powerful devices which you can't please everybody so someone's going to complain and say well the ps4 is not good enough so that puts the fire under companies like you know microsoft and sony that you need to release better things soon or mm. else we're going to go to the to your competitor your competitor exactly thank you because I, I blacked out on worry, that. I got you co-host I got you but yeah like we're going to go to your competitor if, if you don't straighten up so it's, it's a constant like um, iron sharpening iron kind of thing mm-hmm. where PS4 is like well, we don't we don't keep it up Microsoft's coming and Microsoft's like we don't keep it up Nintendo's coming so um, it's the console wars but you get to kind of step back and look at You forgot. At, the Switch is like, but both of y'all, I'm here. <laughs> I think, I think, honestly, the Switch is just destroying everybody. That's, that's without right. recently looking at like statistics, but yep. I think it's still that the Nintendo is just <laughs> dominating. The fact that this thing keeps going out of stock, they're dominating. Yes, everywhere you look, it's just not even the handheld ones. Mm-mm. Yeah, that the PS5, I, I definitely want to get one. Mm-hmm. I know, now, I know you, you're a, a Microsoft person, aren't you? I actually have both. I have a PS4 and I have the Xbox Which One, one, do you one like I believe. Uh, it depends on what I'm playing. I feel like it would be blasphemous for me to play Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy on the Xbox. Like, that's just blasphemous. Me and Square Enix and Ubisoft, we got a relationship on the PlayStation, so I can't <laughs> do that. But I feel like when it comes to games like Borderlands and, like, these FPS games, like, I'm okay with that, that being on the Xbox. I do find that I have muscle memory with my hands as a controller. So if I've been playing the Xbox for like weeks and weeks and try to switch to the PlayStation, it's like, does not compute. Like my hand. <laughs> why do they do that? Like, why do we, why does, why do all of them have an X button? But like, they're, they're all in different places. Like right. on, the, on the Switch is like on the right, Xbox is on the bottom, somewhere else is like on the left side. And it's just like, why why did why can't we just come up with like a uniform a universal right i would appreciate that but they were just like no we're gonna make the controllers different and we're gonna make it so you get a hand cramp if you leave us yeah <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> so, so uh, i think we were just researching the ps5 is going to release with two different versions yes and which is it's very important you know which one you're yes, buying yes you might see the cheaper price tag and i think yes. the digital only one how much is digital only like uh, it's around 400 i saw the, the right. lowest one i saw was around 400 for digital only yep and then so there's the digital only version and then there's mm-hmm. the version that you can get that includes the disc tray mm-hmm. so if 
means that you know you go to GameStop, you buy your game, you go home, you put your disc in there, mm-hmm. and you enjoy it. You know, versus you don't go to GameStop, you go to the PlayStation Five store. Uh, I think Xbox is doing the 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 same thing actually. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that they were releasing a digital one, but it would make sense again if they're keeping up a competition. I do know that the Xbox is backwards compatible, and I think the PlayStation Five is also backwards compatible, but only with the PS4. I wish like they, you know, made that go further back, like three, two, even the first PlayStation console. To me, yeah. I just feel like you would gain so many more used to be players and longtime players if they could access everything or not even access because clearly we didn't have digital in the right. first PlayStation. But even if we could use the hard disk, because I know we still have some of our PlayStation and our PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 games. You might not because you'd be switching them in for nickels at GameStop. But I'm nostalgic. so <laughs> I got a couple of them yeah. sitting around waiting for absolutely nothing, thinking that they're picking up value, but really... Not really. <laughs> well, maybe. It was, I think it's just further down the line. I feel you on that. How, like, in regards to, like, the VR with the PlayStation, do you feel like you like the PlayStation VR? Or are you doing looking at other options in regards to VR? Like, what's on your radar? So, right now, PSVR, PSVR was cool, but I always thought it was not as great as the Oculus. Oh, um, yeah. okay. And so, the Oculus, I actually, I owned in oculus the first one in oculus quest mm-hmm. and a great a great 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 purchase right and so really? like the vr world is so crazy how different it is like how immersed you get into it mm-hmm. um and how creative people have gotten with vr uh, i think i played vr chat the most but there are other games like super hot um where you really just get so immersed in it and so mm-hmm. how the vr works for those that don't know is um they use something like mirrors in their lens Mm -hmm. so that you know it gives you the facade of being in a 3d world when in actuality you just have goggles on your face (laughs) if you turn your head like literally turn your neck to the left Mm -hmm. then there's a part of the screen that you can now see i'm talking with my hands as if y'all can see me but (laughs) there's (laughs) a part of the screen that you can now see that you weren't able to see before so it Mm -hmm. gives you this whole 3d experience um and it's really dope right but um about a week ago about a week ago about a week ago they released the oculus quest 2 okay yep and so surprisingly you ain't gonna have no money this year and we're, we're gonna have a really dope christmas or something but that, that that's the way it's looking with all this awesome stuff that's coming out so um yeah ps5 the oculus quest 2 which is supposed to be better and cheaper than the mm-hmm. first oculus quest awesome so, yeah, those are the recommendations I have. Um, the iPhone 12 actually just got announced right. also Yikes. about a week ago. It's too much, too much. Yeah, and so I think it's what you said, especially with iPhones. It's it's almost like they're reselling us the same thing. When we have a perfectly, like this one we have is working perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But then here they come with, you know, another rendition of the same exact thing. And with iPhone, I feel like it's worse. So it's <laughs> every year we buy it. It definitely is worth oh, y'all buy it, not we. Every year y'all buy it. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, it concerns me the way they're just turning these things out. And people are just like, well, this is what we're supposed to do, so let's do it. Or I have this little upgrade plan, let's do it. And I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Such a veil on, on, I feel like on some people. Because I still have, I'm two editions of the iPhone behind. I, mm-hmm. ne- I never got the 11. 
Okay. The ten, to me, the 10 is still a newer generation. I know someone who's rocking a seven right now. And so I just feel like, like you're not that far behind, but the way they market makes it seem like you're in the stone ages right now. Yeah. And then they do the thing that Apple actually got busted for. Oh, uh, yeah. Slow down your phone. Yep. Y'all phone. and i think that's just so whack that they do that but if you look at it from and we talked about business if you look at it from like a a business person standpoint Mm -hmm. it does not justify it one bit for sure it's to say you know we need to make sure everybody's on the same wavelength and on Mm -hmm. the same page so if you're using Mm -hmm. an outdated phone there are some apps that are just not going to work for your phone that are coming out and so i can kind of see it as like a way to pressure consumers to, sure. to get the latest and greatest but they shouldn't be forced to but again if you're either keeping up with the joneses or if it's something that you need to use then you're gonna have to just kind of suck it up and get it which yep. sucks, sucks. <sighs> but this is but the world we live in this is the world we live in and you know what would suck even more than being forced to upgrade your phones every single year what's that it would suck to not have a best friend, that one special person or two or three or four who you rely on, confide in with, laugh with, cry with, yell with, fight with, all those good things. So I yes. want to ask you, Joe, do you have a best friend or do you have best friends? Man, oh, what a question. God, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm reminded of? K-pop. You know the, the security question that's like, who's your best friend? <laughs> And I, I, yeah. I, I never know who to pick, so I kind of alternate. What? Oh, you can't it, alternate on a question like that because yeah. it, what if you put in the wrong answer multiple times and they lock <laughs> you out? You are a goobery for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, but it's such a hard question that Funny. You know, sometimes I put sometimes I wait, should I just wait? No, no, no. Very basic I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> okay. I'll bleep it out. Right, right. So sometimes, I pick, sometimes I pick sometimes, you know, it's it's almost like different stages of my life. I've met so many dope friends. Mm-hmm. And if best friends had like an era, mm-hmm. I believe every era of my life I had like solid best friends. And I can name maybe like eight of them right now. Just Whoa, right off that. that's a lot. Yeah, and it's I, I I definitely would consider them best friends. But my question to you is, mm-hmm. what constitutes a best friend? What makes someone ascend beyond the level of just friend mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. promoted? Like, what promotes them to best friend to you? Right. So for me, there's like a hierarchy, right? So it goes random stranger, random stranger I tolerate, random stranger <laughs> I tolerate more often. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> random stranger, <laughs> associate, friend close friend, real close friend, and best friend. That's my hierarchy. And I feel like a lot of people don't make it to the tippy tippy top. And that's how it should be. I don't feel like, you know, I should have like eight (laughs) best friends or anything like that. That just seems kind of (laughs) expressive to me. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's people that I feel like have been there for me and allowed me to be there for them. It's mainly people I grew up with and we made an effort to stay connected as well as People that I personally would like be hurt if anything happened to them, kind of like shaken up, messed up myself. Like if anything happened to this person, I would be messed up for a while. Hey, Ko. Hey, Ko. Yeah. Yeah. Am I your best friend? So how do you identify best friend? Um, Well, I mean, that's exactly how 
um, <laughs> kind of what you said, but I I know. Wait, are we not gonna address me ignoring your your question? <laughs> no, I already know by the way you ignored it what the answer is. You know what I'm saying? You know what you are to me, Joe. I already know. One of you my already first, know. one of my first best friends, actually. Yes, I say you are my first best friend all the time, and yes, people are like, totally. and I'm like, you ain't got to be like nothing. He is. <laughs> but it segues into the answer to that question of what what makes a best friend. Mm-hmm. I think it's simply someone that you've gone through the struggle with. Yes. And you guys were able to get each other out. You know what I'm saying? Of the struggle or you were you were there for each other in the the trying times, like the tough times. You know what I'm saying? And that person has then proved themselves to be more than just a friend, more than just someone that's you know what I'm saying? There for you, but somebody that's there for you and fighting mm-hmm. with you while mm-hmm. they're there. So, I, I, and that's why I have so many because they're just spread out through different parts of my life, like the childhood best friends, the mm-hmm. high school best friends, the college best friends, the after college best friends, the family, the family friends that are best friends. It's so many people, and mm-hmm. I know that even our family, um, our our generation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think we're very charismatic people. And uh, I was talking to my brother about this, actually, that I feel like we're the leaders of our friend groups a lot of times. Um, huh. That's a good point. It it's charisma. I don't know if it's charisma. I don't know if it's just natural charm or what. But um, I think we are great friends. You know, we're able to make friends and maintain friendships, especially mm-hmm. lifelong friendships. Do you ever feel like you're a good friend to a fault? Because I feel like what, something I struggled with, I'd say high school and college was the word loyalty mixed with friendship because I felt like there are some people I'm like I would do anything for them or I would do this or this this or this or this and it wasn't reciprocated back to me and so I harped on loyalty a lot and I felt like all right well if I'm not receiving what I'm putting out cut 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 and that's just something I kind of not necessarily had to grow out of but I had to and even more so recently redefine what it means to be loyal to someone like it doesn't mean they're going going to agree with every single decision I have or support every single decision I have, but maybe love me through it. Maybe support me as a person, but not necessarily my choice. So how, I guess, do you differentiate? Or I wanted to ask you, what's your hierarchy? Like, how does someone work their way up to become best friend level for you? Mm, And see, I I don't know if I have an hierarchy. Why did I want to say hierarchy? (laughs) I don't know if I have a hierarchy, right? But Uh I think a lot of my friends, especially my best friends, where I didn't choose them. Like they, life life chose them for me and circumstance chose them for me. So that may be the only prerequisite. It's just, I didn't choose you. Chance encounters. Yeah. And and those, I feel like are the ones that they're not forced. Mm -hmm. Some friendships that are forced, are are they just never really work out yeah but these friendships were genuine Mm -hmm. um and i feel like they were a gift from something more something you know what i'm saying more Mm -hmm. than just a a chance but these people are ordained to be in your life to be in your life and that's that's one of the requirements and i think i've been able to recognize that in people by now that that you're supposed to be in my life for a long time (laughs) you know what I'm saying right how how do you deal with the fact though like so have you ever dated someone that was your best friend or became your best friend oh yeah how do you deal with losing that kind of best friend since if you guys are no longer together how do you cope with that that is a great question I Mm -hmm. don't um I've been in three serious relationships 
what? And I, <laughs> yeah. The other ones were just like, you know, not really, they didn't really turn out to anything. But when I say serious, I guess like lengthwise, okay. they've all been longer than two years. Okay. All three, all three of these relationships, right? And okay. I don't want to burn bridges, bro. Really? I like, I, I don't. Like, are you someone who's okay with com- or comfortable with talking with your exes? Yes. And I don't understand why people aren't. Um, but like, and I think it's, it's exactly like the question is like, they're my best friends. So I don't think our relationship ending should be the end of our friendship. Interesting. I was the utter complete opposite. See, this is why it's good to have co-hosts with different mindsets. To me, it was like, okay, well, we decided to not cross the line, but we decided to expand our friendship into a relationship. And if that didn't work, then the whole thing got to go <laughs> like going out of business sale, everything got to go. And that's just kind of what it was with that. But also I didn't want to go into a new relationship and still be in context with contact. Jesus. Now I can't talk and still be in contact with someone I used to be um, in a relationship with. To me, it just seemed like one foot out and one foot in. So I was like, I got to cut everything off. And I did that with, every single person I dated except for one and that's only because we had a very long historical friendship and mutual friends and there was no way I was going to continue throughout life and never see him again these other people I'll probably never see again but he is different so he's the asterisk but everyone else I'm like it ain't nothing to cut that x yeah that's that's the challenge um i know with me it's different because like i said i've been in three major relationships mm-hmm. the first one high school sweetheart the second one i met like toward the end of my mm-hmm. senior year in college and then the most recent one didn't like the previous ex so it's kind of easy when you have exes that don't like each other you don't <laughs> have to worry about you know what i'm saying like stepping underneath toes or creating like a love triangle that's especially so when they're just so distant from each other. But um, we, I did face the challenge with my ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. I did face Whoa, the challenge. Oh, are we getting personal on the pod? Whoa. Only on the little blah, 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 episode. Okay. <laughs> but she had a male best friend. And, like, this dude was, I kid you not, he was a bodybuilder. Yeah, it's That crazy. don't mean nothing to me. I mean, I know it's supposed to mean something, but that don't mean nothing to me. It's a little intimidating when, you know what I'm saying, we talked about being a black nerd yep. and you don't, you know, you, I don't have it yet. I'm getting there, yep. but I don't have that frame yet. So it's, it's competition. It's pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It's someone that if me and her argue that she would go to. Oh, and for comfort I, in those rock hard yeah. abs. I see. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> and I'm squishy and he's solid. And I'm just like, I don't know if this is, I don't know if, this, if that's going to work. So we had a big falling out. We had a lot of um, arguments about it. But at the same time, I would like to say that I I do have a female best friend mm-hmm. that the most the most recent two relationships I've been in, mm-hmm. she was an issue. What do you mean? Like um, it was an issue for your relationship? Right, that she was she was too close, but mm-hmm. it's stress like over and over that this person is not someone I'm attracted to, and so. Huh. That, okay. That, Wait, let me put a pin in it right here. Are you sure, like, there's no way ever, like, on God's green, blue, red, yellow, pink earth that you would ever be attracted to this person? Not while I'm in a relationship. I don't think so. 
see. Okay, see, that's the other thing. So it reminds me of our mom when she would be like, I don't want you to drive. I want you to drive. I don't want you to drive. And she'd say, it's not that you're not a good driver. It's the other people around you driving I don't trust. So it's like, it's not that you're not a good boyfriend. It's these other people around you who know that you're a good boyfriend and a good partner that I don't trust. I it's can like see that side of it. when I went to college. You're, you, you tell me I you. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You, can you say this on the pod? Because I don't know what you're about to say. I don't know what you're about to say. But you said the women there were um, they were savages and like they. <laughs> I did not say that. Yeah, I remember no. vividly. No, remember I did not. You took me to school. You, I think it was either you and something like that. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, the women there are savages. Like they're gonna be all over you. <laughs> and I ain't really see it, but you know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you're in your blurred cave and fixing computers. <laughs> Yeah, that's again, like, that's why I feel like when those friends or those relationships are ordained, like, they'll come. I don't have mm-hmm. to go looking for them. Then yeah. they do come. Right. But I, I can see myself with that friend. I definitely can see myself with that friend. But mm-hmm. I've, I've always been someone that if I'm in a relationship and you would like me to stop talking to someone, then I will just to oblige, just because I know what it feels like. It's sweet because a lot of guys see that, oh, you're being insecure or this is my friend from so long ago or I knew you before I knew her. But it's like, if we're in this together and I'm telling you that this is a boundary that I'm not comfortable with, it's really nice that you acknowledge that and take you know action to go towards a solution. So I commend you on that because a lot of people would have been like, Psh, please. Yeah, <laughs> so. And it, it sucks only because you do lose out on a friend. Right. That's like a genuine friend. Mm-hmm. And you just have to hope that friend understands because when you break up, which we did, like the question is, is that friend still around to be right that's a good point too yeah even now i'm dealing with um semi a similar situation where i've distanced myself from one of my male friends and it's kind of like a preventative measure to protect myself but also protect them and protect whatever he has going on in the ethos but it's like um that wasn't his choice so i kind of took that choice away from him i made the decision to kind of like protect everybody involved i mean he may not have wanted to do that right right and i i know that probably wasn't his choice to do that but it's like i'm going to do what i think is best for everyone i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah and unfortunately it it sucks just because i think even like the dating climate Mm. has changed Mm. Um, i was having a conversation with someone about this as well but Mm -hmm. you know i feel like it used to be that you would court a woman you or i'm sorry (laughs) four score and 10 years ago my horse and buggy (laughs) back in my day (laughs) but no like for real even even i would say as early as like 2000 god dang eight or nine maybe okay Okay. Right. Um, before social media blew up, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You would meet a woman, you would be nervous as heck, mm-hmm. and you would help you get into her top eight. Yeah. Right. And yeah, once you do that, you're in there. Now, even before all that, like, you know, I feel like it was so much more of a process to meet someone and to establish and build a relationship with someone to the mm-hmm. point where, you know what I'm saying? Like you're close because you've been through something. But now right everything just seems kind of microwave. You can make the comparison from like before, it's like an oven, you know, like you mix the ingredients together mm-hmm. and you put it in the oven and it bakes. But now mm-hmm. it's just like you nuke these relationships and it's like a microwave to where you put it in a microwave, punch it in, you know, and hope it comes out good. If it didn't, oh then goodness. move on to the next one. 
Do you think so? Do you think people are just looking to hurry up and settle down or people don't understand that it takes time to actually get to know someone? And even after that, you don't really know someone, especially if you're <laughs> always changing or your relationship status is always changing or expanding. Like, what is it that you think the general population is looking for? okay that's funny because i don't see with my circle of people i don't feel like that's what they're looking for i feel like they're looking for long lasting long-term relationships and if that's not what you're coming to the table with then boom i'll just be single until that person comes along well i think that's the thing like the the general population i think is looking for that's right i did say general population yeah yeah and we've surrounded ourselves with people fortunately that are sensible and like that are intelligent or maybe mm-hmm. are blurs, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so yeah, just the general population and we do live in two different states. Mm-hmm. So maybe the people you see are different than the people I see. But for the most part, the generation of ours and even like the younger ones, mm-hmm. I feel like are, are looking to accomplish that once they do either is move on to the next or continue doing this. But hmm. I don't feel like there's substance in a lot of relationships now. And that's my point. Do you substance. feel like, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Substance oh. is lacking. Is that what you're about to say? Yep. Yeah. I was going to say, do you feel like it's due to somewhat social media? Like we're always seeing these fast images. I don't mean fast as in like the stereotype that people put on women, but they need to not do and mind their business. I mean, fast as in like, we're always seeing these media images. We're always moving on to the next thing. So when we lock off, we're going to do that in real life too. Yeah, it's an attention span kind of thing. It's, oh, good point. Again, like the microwave versus the oven. Are you patient enough to to sit there and put together a meal and cook it? Or do you just want something quick? No, I'm going to order from Uber Eats. What you talking about, cuz? <laughs> what you talking about, cuz? I got credit. I got promo credit, cuz. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I think social media does play just a huge part in how dating has, has changed. For us, sure. You know, in the dating scene. So it's a, it's a whole okay. thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yikes. What about you? How do you feel like the dating the actual... is nowadays? Yeah, exactly. Um, as someone who, and I laugh about this with my girlfriends all the time, as someone who has been in monogamous relationships, um, I feel like it's funny. What you say about best friends is how I feel about relationships. I don't go looking for them. They find me. And I probably shouldn't give every single one that I've had a chance, but I've given them all a chance. And it's not hard for me to meet someone. It's not hard for me to end up dating someone, being courted by someone. But I will say over the years, the the BS I've allowed has, that barometer has increased. You think that over the years it would get smaller, but over the years I've allowed more and more BS in relationships than co from like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, however long ago you want to say it, like college, high school, after college, like she was a different beast than this one right now. This one right now has allowed a lot of BS to occur that probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> and so to me, it's not hard to date and whatnot. And to me, and I don't, cause we're not that far in age. So I just feel like now is not the time for me to be hopping around doing crazy stuff. And also, I don't know if you believe in soul ties, but I believe in soul ties. And I'm like, I'm at my max. So I can't, if if I do end up with somebody, it's going to have to be somebody I already know. Because I'm not adding to my soul ties. (laughs) Do you feel like those soul ties can 
kind of be untied? Hmm. You know what? I've never thought about the untying of a soul tie. I just always thought, you know, this is someone I'm con- I've connected with, and there'll always just be a connection. But I never thought about untying them. Yeah, and uh, that's when you get into you know more of the holy side of of holy means hazard. I think, you know, that you know God God can heal you from those past relationships. Not you specifically, but anybody that that feels like they're like entangled with someone mm-hmm. that that can can really like absolve you from those soul ties. And trust me, like I, you, it's funny you ask that because I do believe in soul ties, and not even just relationally, mm-hmm. but um, not like not even romantic, only romantic soul ties, mm-hmm. but even other kind of soul ties, like mother mother son soul ties, where you have like a mama's boy or who who someone will call a mama's boy. They, their souls could be tied together. And mm-hmm. the mom could be very unwilling to let go of her son. Ooh, say that for the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> which, which can definitely cause issues with that son going forward when he begins to go into romantic relationships. So mm. I definitely believe in soul ties. I believe Listen. they can be healed too. Mm. Listen, yeah. again, we didn't previously talk about this, but you, that, that bad word is fitting. This co host fitting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Speaking of spitting, oh, are you ready for this? Are you are ready? You ready for this? Are you? Re- I was born ready. Okay. I was born ready. Remember, I didn't come near you when you were born because I was over there practicing. I didn't have time to welcome you into the <laughs> world. What <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was like, oh, I got a contender. Let me let me make let me, let me, let me iron up my skills right now, right now. Hey, I can get all biz marquee on you. Oh, Biz Marquis. Uh-huh. Don't you say I'm just a friend, Biz Marquis? Oh, baby. Like, we're going to be asking for these rhymes to end, Biz Marquis? Listen, what? how you want to start? I mean, I can start off, or I can give you leeway, or I can just end it and call it a day. I mean, I can go in while you listening, and then you get all your friends to listen, and then they're going to be like, why'd you even glisten the thought of challenging Co? <laughs> I don't understand, yo. Don't you know that she's the best on the show? Oh. Even though you a co-host, her name is literally Co. Okay, relax. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, relax. That was actually bars. Okay, relax. I'm about to spit facts. Okay. I am not whack, and you are not whack. Okay. When I get on the track, it goes bumping. When you get on the track, it goes slumping. Oh. When I get on the track, the hands go up. When you get on the track, <laughs> um, the snoring, I don't know. Mm, let me tell you what happened when I get on the track. Because like you said, we both not whack. But it's clearly who is greater, better. It's clearly who wears the ugly sweaters. It's clearly who needs more practice. It's clear okay. who needs to go take some baths. Now, it's real clear who's funky on the mic is real clear who needs to call it a night okay that's all i'm saying that's Um, all i'm saying i can't let you do me like that okay because you got me out here looking crazy okay i really can't let you do me like that okay because i'm not just some old dude from god dang it (laughs) yo 
I know you're not some OG from around the way, okay. but the way these words are coming out, man, you just trying to play. And I'm trying to lay it out so you can hear me clearly. Okay. What you need to know is that I love you dearly. But oh. this little murder thing that's happening on this mic is something that you just might need to back up from. Here, sir, take a seat. Because the only way you're going to listen to my rhymes is real neat. Hold the ice. Hold the scotch, hold the liquor. The glass is all I got. And what you got over there? What you holding? See, look. All right. So I didn't want to flame you. Oh. So I was acting real ignorant. Mm -hmm. But now I got to tame you because you acting real malignant. I mean, you got all these words and you talk a big game, but really ain't heard you spit nothing yet. That wasn't kind of lame. Now, you know, I got bars. Mm-hmm. Like Hershey's and Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. And you know I throw shade. Mm-hmm. Like curtains and chandeliers. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm going to keep spitting like I'm a freaking camel. Mm-hmm. And nothing rhymes with camel unless it's a camel wearing a flannel. Mm. Shirts. I'm not a jerk. I'm so berserk. Mm. I go nuts. Get in the guts of my enemies. And now they saying, please stop roasting me mm. before I turn to ashes. Mm. <laughs> That's exactly what that rhyme was. Oh. Pile of ashes. I, that was, you know, that was, you caught me off guard. <laughs> I don't even want to caught you off guard. You flow into oh. stuff all the time. That was nice. I'll give you a head clap, clap, bravo. You tried to hold your own. <laughs> you know, I had to be a gentleman. You know, oh, is that what that was? Exactly what it was. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, to wipe the floor with you. I just you wanted told to make me you were going to flame me. And it fizzled out. <laughs> okay. We don't have to talk about it. Well, I mean, we can keep going if you want to. Hey, I mean, let's go. Because I was just warming up. Oh, you, you were just warming know. up? Well, go ahead, like, young pup. Go ahead. Pup, pup, pump it up. Your name is Joe, right? Pup, pup, pump it up. You got the bars, right? Pup, pup, pump it up. You think you're going to flame me tonight? Pup, pup, pump it up. I don't think so, bro. Fizzle. Dizzle. All right, so. Yo, chinizzle. Not going to interrupt me while I'm getting off my grizzle. You better oh. calm down. You better have a seat. You better yeah. listen up while I repeat these oh. rhymes that I'm giving to you at this time. <laughs> and they're coming to you so fine, like wine. Yeah, that stuff that Jesus made. I know that's your bro. He mine too. You can't argue with Jesus, though. What you got to say? What you going to do? Look, all right. You kind of nice. But I'm about to pump, pump, pump it up like I'm pumping up a bike. I'm about to come harder than I ever have before. I'm about to be so clean on the track, you're going to need to clean up the floor. Look, I can mop the floor with you. Call me the janitor. Mm. I'm like the Hulk, but I ain't Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> because when I get mad, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> I lay down the track. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't take this. <laughs> I was waiting to say Bruce Banneker. <laughs> Bruce Banneker. I realized too late that his name wouldn't rhyme with whatever the heck I said before. <laughs> nice try. But see, nice. you know why I say you threw me off guard? I thought we was doing a, a beatbox battle. I thought so too, but then it just you know when the when the spirit falls upon you, you just yeah. speak. 
I mean, we can. What kind of beat you want? You want a... Okay. It don't seem like you're gonna jump in at any time, so I'm gonna okay, I, mean, I, was, I was waiting, right? But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna be like Actually, kind of heat. Thank you. It was kind of heat. You know, I, I see why they call you Hazard. Listen, uh, listen. Damn, and I know you didn't go too hard on me, so I see why they call you Holy. You know, I had to show kept, you, kept PG. <laughs> the love of Christ, man. <laughs> Joe, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us? They can find us everywhere. Um, on social media, there's Instagram, Holy mm-hmm. Meets Hazard, mm-hmm. Twitter. Holy meets hazard. Yep. Um, they can find us on. Man, are are we are we technically on? I know we're on Spotify. Yo. Are we technically on Anchor? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, go ahead. Take it away. Take it away. They can find us on Spotify, Anchor, and we're slowly getting into Google Podcasts and the big one, the big Kahuna Apple Podcasts. Our application is in for them, so hopefully that will be coming to you all soon. And do not forget our business at at one ton tech and at pc girl cali world if you want to support our businesses that's right yeah we would also love if you would share the podcast listen laugh give us comments you can dm us we will definitely respond to you so we'll accept threats we'll accept hate mail love mm-hmm. letters hate mm-hmm. letters all mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. all pr is good pr <laughs> All right. shout out. Do you have any shout outs? I, I like shout outs at the end. Shout out. I want to shout out one of our first listeners, our other brother who also has a podcast. Y'all should check it out. It's called the Hipster and is it Average Joe? The Hipster and Average Joe podcast. He listened to us and gave feedback and was just very loving and supportive. So I think he was the first listener, like as soon as we posted it. So shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to Mac. I believe that would be his, kind of like his stage name. And if it's not, then. You know, it's it's one that I've just created for him. But he knows who he is. <laughs> shout out to that brother. Um any any more shout outs you got? Um no, I don't think so. Oh yeah. Uh I wanna give a shout out. Um shout out to my pastor. 
Okay. Um, it was Pastor's Appreciation Weekend this weekend. Mm-hmm. Kind of what made the weekend so dope, but nine years strong in ministry. I Whoa, that's a long yeah. time. And at the same locations? Uh, Three different churches. But, but they were they were all upgrades. Oh, that is so neat. That's a long time to be pastoring. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's been even longer than that. But that's just the ministry that I'm a part of now. Before that, he was like a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. So he he had gotten into a lot. But shout out to him. Shout out to um all my brothers. I mm-hmm. could I could go on for another hour just <laughs> listing all the brothers. If I've ever considered you a brother, if I've ever you know, call to your brother if we've ever been through bonding moments as brothers. Shout out to you because nice. October has just been my my month to appreciate my brothers, man. So I actually have some spoken word poetry coming soon. Hey, yeah. hopefully yeah, it's I better than his beatboxing, you guys. Hey, look, I'm gonna practice my my bars, man. You're not gonna catch me off guard next time. Next time, what? Catch you off guard? See, you literally meant beatbox. I thought it was gonna be a beatbox and someone else was dropping rhymes, but then when I realized it's just rhyme dropping, you know, my mouth just did the talking. It really worked out like that. You got me this round. You know what I'm saying? I I, I admit defeat. Okay. Okay. Me. Gracefully bowing out. Nice. Nice. Next time, I'm coming for you. We'll Go see. On. We'll see about that, sir. <laughs> Cool. It was good talking to y'all. Bye. Always. Peace.